Section 21 of the History of Prostitution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Robert Sherman, Jr. The History of Prostitution by William Sanger. Section 21. Chapter 17. Prussia. Part 2. The royal rescript, the statute, and the police ordinance of 1792 are founded upon the principle that prostitution is a necessary evil, which, if unregulated, tends to demoralize all society and inflict physical suffering on its votaries. But, as it can never be suppressed, it is tolerated in order that those who practice it may be brought under supervision and control. In furtherance of this idea, another police order was promulgated in 1795, prohibiting music and dancing at the tolerated houses, and limiting the resort of prostitutes to public places of amusement. The immediate effect of this measure was to close several coffee houses served by women, Matchen Tebegin. At the same time, the women were classified into first, second, and third classes, and the monthly tax graduated to one tyler, 68 cents, two-thirds of a tyler and one-third of a tyler which was appropriated to the healing fund as directed by the regulations of seventeen ninety two this impost was doubled at a subsequent period in consequence of public calamities to enforce the police directions and collect the tax a census of the public prostitutes in berlin was taken in june seventeen ninety two when they amounted to three hundred and eleven the toleration was withdrawn from some of these for various reasons and the numbers were in july two hundred sixty nine august two hundred sixty eight september two hundred forty nine october a period of fairs and other assemblages two hundred fifty eight and the average finally settled at about two hundred sixty in a population of a hundred and fifty thousand in the exercise of the discretionary power vested in the police of berlin as in most other cities of continental europe they found it necessary to extend their toleration so as to include in their supervision those private prostitutes who could not be permitted to reside in the tolerated houses because they had not reached the age prescribed by law which in prussia fixes majority at twenty-four years and also another class who were secretly visited at private lodgings by those wealthy libertines whose pride would not allow them to enter a common brothel and whose amours consequently exposed them to liabilities which the spirit of the law justified the police in encountering the persons mostly widows with whom the private prostitutes resided were made answerable to the police and subjected to the same rules as the tolerated houses under the new scale of impost there were in seventeen ninety six six brothels of the first class with inmates totaling sixteen eight brothels of the second class with inmates totaling thirty three forty brothels of the third class with inmates totaling one hundred and forty one for a subtotal of one hundred and ninety private prostitutes of the first class totaling thirty nine private prostitutes of the second class totaling twenty eight for a subtotal of sixty seven and a final total of two hundred and fifty seven about this period an epoch of general political movement men of the highest rank in prussia began to doubt the propriety of prostitution and orders were given in opposition to the remonstrances of the police to take measures which would effectively compel brothel keepers to close their houses this appears to have been the first positive attempt at absolute repression and the police intimated that illicit prostitution would be its inevitable result in reply they were directed that if their prediction should be verified they must pursue the vice more closely 
In 1800, the number of registered women had decreased to 246, but it was notorious that illicit prostitution had increased largely. This fact was not denied by the police. They ascribed it, very justly, to the restrictions imposed on the tolerated houses, which were now actually less than ever, at a time when the resident population of Berlin was 20,000 more than at the last computation, exclusive of a large influx of troops and foreigners. They were not supported in their views, but were ordered, on the ground of extensive disease among the soldiery, to crush out illicit prostitution, and this order they vainly endeavored to accomplish. An inquiry into the comparative state of the venereal disease was directed at the same time, and the state physician reported that there was less disease among registered than illicit prostitutes, and inferred that a diminution of tolerated but strictly guarded regular brothels was not for the public benefit. The year 1808, when the French army overran Europe, was a period of general war and trouble. The police regulations fell into abeyance, and prostitution became comparatively free and uncontrolled. The French military commanders in Berlin made complaints to the police of the lawless state of the town, particularly specifying some of the brothels, which had become nests of gamblers, wherein robbery, duels, suicides, and other offenses were of frequent occurrence. The results of an inspection were as follows. 50 brothels containing women, totaling 230, private prostitutes, totaling 203, for a subtotal of 433. In addition to this, there were of notorious illicit prostitutes known to the police, 60 of whom were stated to have disease in its worst forms, a total of 400, and also reasonably suspected of prostitution, total 67, making an aggregate known to the authorities of 900 total. There were also 70 dance houses, which were known as places of accommodation. The population at this time was about 150,000. The figures thus given, from an official enumeration, are the best practical commentary upon the effects of the abandonment of a tried system of surveillance. The state of affairs disclosed by this inquiry called forth a ministerial rescript, dated May 8, 1809, which we copy. The brothel houses are, by reason of the great influence they have on morality and health, a very important branch of police administration. We should desire to be satisfied whether it is more desirable to suppress or tolerate them. In any case, it is, however, improper and injurious to license them, and thus to give them a certain sanction. Still less can they be tolerated in public neighborhoods of a city. It is rather to be desired that, upon every convenient and properly occurring opportunity, they should be stamped with the well-merited brand of the deepest depravity and infamy. We have therefore commanded the police directory to effect the removal of all such houses into quiet, retired streets of the suburbs and liberties, and we direct you to take into consideration whether a like regulation cannot be accomplished here in the city of Berlin, whereupon you will make to us a well-considered report. You are also to take into consideration what can be done to brand such places with the deepest depravity and infamy. In obedience to this order, which had doubtless emanated directly from royalty itself, Herr von Gruner, the head of the Berlin police, communicated a report containing his conclusions as follows. 1. The closing, or even limiting the brothels, would lead to very general ill health. 2 that, in consequences of the exertions of the police, illicit prostitution has been diminished very much, and even the number of the registered women had decreased. 3. That in 1809 there were in Berlin 1. First-class brothel containing women totaling 6 20. Second-class brothels containing women totaling 75 22. Third-class brothels containing women totaling 117, for a subtotal of 198 
along with private prostitutes totaling 113, for a total registered of 311. That this number might seem larger than before, but the passage of troops in the large garrison of Berlin had led to the increase, and evidently a great increase of secret prostitution, and its results would have been experienced in place of the registered prostitution, had not an extension of this same registered prostitution been tolerated. 4. That particular streets in which brothels were to be found were certainly no longer suitable places on account of the greater traffic which they had gained, and these houses might, on that account, be removed to back streets, including the Königsmauer, etc. 5. That he did not know in what manner the brand of depravity and infamy could be impressed on the trade of prostitution, except by directing a particular costume, differing from the clothing of respectable women. In continuation of this report, the commissary states his opinion that it would be dangerous to public order to keep the common houses in narrow limits, as it would bring together all the idle people, which might lead to a disturbance, that a special costume for the women would be of no use at home, and out of doors it would only give occasion for a public scandal without affecting the purpose of their reform, that lastly, he objects to the toleration of private prostitutes, as there is no good result from their registration except their health, and the general regulation in that and other matters is much better secured in the brothels. Among the official correspondence on this matter, we find another document worthy of notice. It is a report by a sub-inspector to the superior police authorities, dated January 16, 1810. Quoting from that document, there are 44 such houses of prostitution, and compared with the population of Berlin, 180,000, that is not many. They are divided into three classes and, together with the prostitutes living on their own account, are controlled in conformity with the regulations of February 2, 1792. In compliance with such rules, they pay the taxes to the healing fund. Past negligent mismanagement has unfortunately permitted several brothels in much frequented streets. Their removal to more retired places I find highly desirable. It is urgent that no more private women of the town should be tolerated, but rather they should, if they cannot return to good conduct, be sent into the brothel houses, or, where they are not natives of Berlin, be sent out of the city forthwith, or otherwise be sent to the house of industry. These women, living alone, are very perilous to morality and health, inasmuch as they cannot be so perfectly controlled as in the brothels in modesty of deportment, cleanliness, and retirement also because they are able to withhold themselves from medical inspection and to carry on their trade when they know themselves to be suffering from venereal diseases the list of the prostitutes under treatment at the charite demonstrate this the opinion that this living alone favors a return to virtue is not supported by experience were it even so the disadvantages enumerated are more important than so rare and problematic a benefit the question whether the toleration of brothels in large cities and their regulation by the police so that infected females should not be permitted therein is advisable in order to counteract the seduction of respectable females cannot be categorically answered in the affirmative still in berlin it seems that brothels if not a necessary evil cannot be momentarily abolished but such steps must be devised as will gradually remove the evil and make the disgrace generally noticeable to this end, the above propositions, touching private prostitutes and removal of brothels from public streets, will be carried into effect. Express limitations of the brothels to two or three streets would give occasion to gatherings on holidays that might lead to riots and other excesses. A special external designation of prostitutes would only lead to uproar, without causing the women to feel the odium of their calling more than at present.
End the quote of document. The remainder of this report is unimportant. In October 1810, a public order was made for effectuating its recommendations. After this event, the king became impressed with an idea of the impolicy and impropriety of the toleration system, and a lengthy correspondence ensued between the various departments and state officials on the subject. The royal rescripts enunciating the oft-repeated opinions on the subject in general, objecting to the details of the police management, or directing reports on some particular incident of the system. The police authorities, fortified by experience as opposed to theory, adhering to the toleration practice, and demanding increased powers to restrain private prostitution and compel all such persons to enter the public houses. The matter was brought to a close in 1814 by an order from the Crown for a total closing of the tolerated brothels. The police president, Lecoq, thought it advisable to communicate with the authorities of the town of Breslau before he complied with this order, requesting some information as to the state of public morals there, it being stated that there was not a single brothel or registered prostitute to be found within its limits. The reply from the Breslau officials was in the affirmative as to the fact. As to the results, they had consulted with the state physician and the hospital physician, and their opinion was that closing the brothels and withdrawal of toleration had not been advantageous, as, in spite of the police vigilance, illicit prostitution had increased since, and procuresses carried on their arts more extensively, their operations being altogether secret and under no police control. That the venereal disease had not decreased, that nothing counteracted it so effectually as medical inspection of known brothels and that its secret spread had been so great as to extend its ravages through the instrumentality of female servants into respectable families that the hospital returns proved little because the cases were suffered to run on or were privately cured but these returns were given as follows table shows venereal cases in breslow hospital and illegitimate births in breslow for the years eighteen o five to eighteen thirteen as for the year eighteen o five 155 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, no information for illegitimate births in Breslau. For the year 1806, 202 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, no information for the illegitimate births in Breslau. 1807, 323 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, no information for illegitimate births. 1808, 233 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, no information for illegitimate births. 1809, 150 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, no information for legitimate births. 1810, 118 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, 382 illegitimate births in Breslau. 1811, 98 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, 316 illegitimate births in Breslau. 1812, 139 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, 282 illegitimate births and 1813, 159 venereal cases in Breslau Hospital, with 222 illegitimate births. The years 1800 and 1807 were those of the French invasion. In 1812, the brothels in Breslau were closed. The general peace of 1814 diverted the energies of crowned heads and leading statesmen from matters of internal policy, and the police of Berlin were left at liberty to pursue their old plans. Then the inhabitants began to object to brothels and to petition against those in their immediate neighborhood. This drew from the police an argumentative document in which they fully reviewed the question but refused the prayer of the petition. 
the change of localities alterations in the law and other circumstances made a reenactment of the code of seventeen ninety two desirable and this took place in eighteen twenty nine the alterations are chiefly in minor details of no general interest but the law against frequenting places of public amusement was made part of this police order which declared that the presence of prostitutes at houses of public entertainment was strictly forbidden the most material change consisted in some very minute directions regarding against venereal disease to this end every brothel-keeper was required to furnish each woman in his house with a proper syringe which she was directed to use frequently under the orders of the medical visitors the private prostitutes were directed to observe similar precautions and in place of a fixed weekly inspection by a medical officer he was ordered to make his visits at uncertain intervals at this time there were thirty-three brothels in berlin some of the citizens renewed their petitions for a removal of a portion of them but with no better success than before in eighteen thirty nine the morality of the system of toleration was again questioned by those in authority and the minister of the interior in a rescript to the authorities of the rhine provinces alluded to the matter of prostitution and expressed himself as strongly opposed to any system of toleration we quote from a portion of his remarks as for the granting of licenses to brothels i cannot accede to it inasmuch as the advantages to be gained are in my opinion illusory and in no degree countervail the inconvenience of the state sanction thus afforded to discreditable institutions all attempts by the police to introduce decency and propriety by means of brothel regulations are idle brothels are not an invention of necessity but are simply an offshoot of immoral luxury no one has a right to expect himself to be protected from injury and disease while seeking the gratification of unreasonable sexual enjoyments the opinion that brothels are outlets for dangerous arts of seduction has never been substantiated had the police ever realized the suppression of illicit prostitution by means of tolerated brothels then indeed a decided opinion might be formed as to the utility in a sanitary point of view of brothels opinions of this nature from such a quarter notwithstanding their absurdity in many respects could not be without their effect and induced the citizens to renew their petitions for the suppression or removal of some of the tolerated houses of prostitution in eighteen forty a ministerial order enjoined such removal it was promptly obeyed some brothels were at once suppressed and others were removed and concentrated in a notorious spot called the Königsmauer. The relative number of brothels and prostitutes in the years 1836 and 1844 were as followed. 1836, brothels 33, prostitutes 200. 1844, brothels 24, prostitutes 240. Decrease of brothels in 1844, 9. Increase of prostitutes in 1844, 40. Forty more women crowded into a less number of houses, an average of ten prostitutes to each brothel, instead of six as before, is but a poor commentary on enforced suppression. The known inclination of the highest persons in the kingdom to put down brothels speedily induced a renewal of the agitation against them. So far as locality was in question, it was admitted that no more suitable place could have been found. The Königsmauer was a spot shunned by decent people from old times, out of the way, and with few inhabitants but those interested in the traffic. There was nobody to suffer, and the whole argument virtually turned upon the moral consequences of the government regulations and their utility to the public. Among the petitions of 1840, one had been presented, from a number of Berlin citizens, to Prince William, the uncle of the king, stating that these brothels were an abomination. 
that many of them were splendidly fitted up in which all means of excitement were used that the women appeared at the windows exposed and bare naked in short the memorialists said all that is customarily said on such occasions but they seem to have forgotten that the police possessed both power and inclination to suppress such grievances or else it never occurred to these berlin citizens that their assistance given to the police would have speedily checked the evils the memorial was handed to the king himself and he required a report upon the matter from the director of police this was duly furnished and represented one that the corruption of manners in berlin and in the parts of berlin complained of was not more extreme than in other great cities of germany and in like places two that the limitation of the ineradicable vice of prostitution by her police regulations berlin had greatly the advantage of vienna for in eighteen forty berlin including the garrison had a population of three hundred and fifty thousand souls among whom there were of course a very large number of unmarried men that the syphilitic cases in the charite had been in eighteen thirty eight men five hundred and sixty nine women six hundred and thirty four total twelve hundred and nine eighteen thirty nine men six hundred ninety five women seven hundred thirty eight total fourteen thirty three eighteen forty men seven hundred four women seven hundred fifty seven total fourteen sixty one assuming that one-third of the venereal cases in berlin were treated privately this gives an average of one in four hundred and fifty or in every four hundred and fifty men there is one syphilitic subject whereas m parent de chatelet's calculation for vienna is one in every two hundred and fifty the same report continues every official will bear out my assertion that the number of brothels is in inverse proportion to illicit prostitution that is the fewer of the former the more of the latter and the greater the difficulty of dealing with them and preventing syphilis in eighteen forty one another memorial was presented with further complaints against the same houses in the konigsmauer this was referred to the police authorities with the brief injunction make an end of the nuisances about which there are so many complaints the school collegium of the province of brandenburg now joined their influence to swell the public outcry that the few houses of prostitution of the konigsmauer were hurtful to public morals and a bad example to youth and on the ground of interest in their students and pupils demanded that they be closed the police who had previously taken every precaution against a violation of public decency now deputed a special inspector to give his personal attention to the locality he reported there was no valid ground of complaint as to the outward conduct of the inhabitants or the internal management of the houses thus satisfied as to the nature of the opposition the police treated the college officials somewhat cavalierly and recommended them to prohibit their students visiting such an out-of-the-way place a very sensible piece of advice and the best that could have been given under the circumstances according to dr berend who has written on prostitution in berlin the leading spirits of this agitation were a clergyman and a distiller who had a brewery and spirit store in the vicinity of the konigsmauer the clergyman proceeded upon moral and religious grounds and led the crusade against brothels as a public disgrace unworthy a christian nation we do not learn what line of argument the distiller adopted or whether the prohibition of liquor in houses of prostitution influenced his zeal these agitators applied to the police with a succession of general complaints as to the luxury of the houses the gains of the women the bad example to the young and other topics of a similar nature they met with but scant favor however they were assured that every possible means should be used to keep the offenders within the bounds of existing rules 
the memorialists then carried their grievances to various influential people and at length to count arnim the minister of the interior to whom a petition was presented praying the entire suppression of all tolerated brothels this petition contained all the allegations and arguments which could possibly be advanced against the places in question augmented by much rhetorical flourish about the degradation of royal officers the desecration of the baptismal register produced by prostitutes at the time of the inscription the insult to majesty in allowing brothels to exist in a street called Königsmauer, and many similarly weighted points the practical knowledge of the police as to the effect of registration in checking more banal excesses was theoretically disputed the propositions on which the toleration system was based were denied the defense of the plan by those cognizant of its workings was entirely ruled out so that to a person unacquainted with both sides of the question a sufficient ex parte case was presented the ministerial reply was favorable but not conclusive it was to the effect that one the number of brothels is to be reduced by one half which are to be removed beyond the city walls to the most retired position possible where annoyance to the neighbors is not to be feared two for the control of those remaining patrols of gendarmes are to be kept afoot and relieved six times a day three every third breach of the regulations whether in small or great matters will be followed by closing of the house should these orders not be sufficient the police are empowered to close all the houses for it must be understood that brothels are not licensed but only tolerated as necessity requires and care for public decency permits the police authorities foresaw difficulties in the details of these proceedings and asked for more explicit instructions which were supplied in the second communication was this remarkable passage should a diminution in the number of brothels take place and thereby the number of common prostitutes be affected we shall then learn by experience whether consequences injurious to public morality and order ensue and the decision of the main question can then be made with certainty whether we cannot advance to the entire abolition of brothels in following the prescribed course and overthrowing an established system in order to furnish ministerial experience of the trouble it would cause the police instituted a series of inquiries and embodied the result in a report to the minister of the interior dated july eighteen forty four which shows that there were twenty six brothels containing two hundred eighty seven women eighteen registered private prostitutes for a total of three hundred five prostitutes the amount received and dispersed on account of the healing fund also was reported in tyler's thus eighteen forty one received three thousand three hundred eighty four dispersed one thousand twenty seven eighteen forty two received three thousand three hundred ninety three dispersed eight hundred sixty one eighteen forty three received three thousand three hundred sixty five dispersed six hundred eighty nine it concludes with the opinion entertained by the police as for the influence which the extinction of brothels may have upon the morals safety and health of society the police authorities think themselves obliged as before to declare against the expediency of the proceeding what should be done in case this course should be adopted is a question that requires much consideration meanwhile the police are of opinion it would be highly objectionable to close the brothels before other measures are prepared in reference to prostitution End of section 21. Recording by Robert Sherman, Jr., Washington, D.C. www.nyckidd.com.